0: Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hi, friends. Welcome to the podcast today. We are gonna talk about the adjustment to having a newborn when you have a toddler and things that you can do to help that transition be a little bit easier on your toddler. Because I'm not going to lie, it's a big adjustment. But before we dive in, I'm going to read this review. It says, she did it. Third night in and she slept through the entire night without a feed. We made sure to feed her enough during the day because I was convinced that she was waking up starving because it's always between 4 and 5 a.m. But last night she woke up at 4 and got herself right back to sleep and made it until 7 30. I cannot Believe it. Hey, thank you so much for sharing that review. I love that you noticed that when you feed your baby enough during the day, they can totally sustain themselves at night. Their bodies are designed just like ours. They are humans too. Babies are humans too. So as long as they are growing and getting enough, they can learn to sustain their body throughout the night without a feed. So I'm so glad you're seeing those results. Okay, let's dive in. In my personal opinion, the transition from one to two kids was so much harder than two to three or three to four. And I think it's because my daughter was older. That's the biggest age gap I have. My oldest two are about three and a half years apart, almost four years. And I just thought, oh, she's older. She totally understands. Like it's going to be no big deal. And I was so wrong. <laughs> I was so wrong. It was so hard on her. It was so hard on me to see how hard it was for her. And I was just not prepared for how hard it was going to be. So, with you know, my next baby, I was more prepared and I knew how I could help my toddler feel special with this big change that came. Um, when I had my second baby, I remember going to pick up my daughter from preschool and her teacher said something like, I can tell she's kind of been struggling, almost like she's just needing a little bit more attention. <laughs> and I just instantly started crying in front of the entire carpal pickup line. It's fine, <laughs> we got over it. But it really hit me that she, was struggling for attention. She had been the only child for almost four years. So she had mine and my husband's undivided attention for almost four years. And then all of a sudden, this new baby came who took up all my time and attention. I was exclusively breastfeeding. So I was pretty much stuck to the couch all the time. It felt like I had postpartum depression. There was just so much going on in our little world. And it was a hard thing for her. It was really hard. So looking back, there are so many things I would have done differently and things that I did differently with my other kids. And I want to share that with you so that hopefully your transition is much easier than mine was if you have more than one baby. So the first thing I would recommend, and I'm sure you've heard this before, but involve your toddler in every single thing you can. And I mean diaper changes, asking them to go get the binky for the baby, or if the binky falls out, Hey, can you put this back in the baby's mouth? Have them hand you wipes when you're changing a diaper. Have them help you burp the baby. I've had, you know, held my little toddler's hand and just kind of softly patted the back of the baby's back and let them know that they're helping get bubbles out of their tummy so that they can feel better and that they can be more comfortable and they really feel like they're making a difference if they're helping burp the baby. The more involved they can be, the more important they feel. So literally anything you're doing with the baby, ask your toddler if they want to be a part of it. And they might not. Some babies, I have heard of a lot of toddlers actually who like want nothing to do with the baby for a little bit. And that's okay. That's totally normal. So if your toddler just looks away and wants nothing to do with the baby, it's okay. They're going to come around. Don't panic. That is very normal. But my daughter actually really liked to be involved. And so... Once I started getting her involved, I could see that she felt important. She felt like she was part of the process and not just kind of an outsider watching me take care of this new baby. Now, obviously, if you are breastfeeding, it's really hard to get your baby involved in the actual feeding part of the process. So instead of involving them in that, you can create a special little feeding basket that they can play with when you're feeding the baby. So in this basket, you say, okay, it's time to feed the baby. Go get your little feeding basket so that when you are feeding, they can do anything that is in that basket. You can have puzzles, you can have books, you can have Play-Doh, you can have those water wow books where you fill the little pen with water and they paint, but Since it's water, it doesn't make a mess at all. You can have little snacks that they can easily open or access themselves. You can get them their own little baby with a little bottle so that they can feed their baby while you feed your baby. Anything that will keep them entertained while you are feeding your baby will make such a difference. And put this basket somewhere close by where you're going to be feeding the baby and where they can reach it. So if you feed your baby in the same rocking chair every day, put the basket on the floor next to the rocking chair so they can be with you. You can talk to them while you're feeding the baby, but you don't actually have to get up and do anything because they can reach everything they need right there. Okay, second tip. I know it's easier said than done, but the second tip is to be flexible and understand that your baby can wait 10 to 15 minutes for anything. This is Literally part of my sleep training method, if you've read my ebook or gone through my sleep training course before, you know that this is a a huge component of my sleep training method. But understanding that your baby can wait 10 to 15 minutes for anything will change your mentality and change your ability to drop everything and do whatever you need to to help your toddler knowing that your baby is okay to wait it is so much easier for a baby to wait 10 to 15 minutes than a toddler to wait 10 to 15 minutes okay so think about that if your baby if it's time to feed your baby but your toddler has to go potty you can help your toddler go potty while your baby waits you know those five to ten minutes while you help your toddler If your toddler is dying for you to read them a book, but it's time to change your baby's diaper, your baby can wait a few minutes while you read this book to your toddler. But if the opposite happens, if you're like, hang on, I'm going to read the book as soon as I'm done changing the diaper, your toddler's going to throw a tantrum and it's going to just turn into this big emotional meltdown for probably both of you because if you're like me postpartum, anything makes you cry. So it's just so much easier, I have found, to let your baby wait and attend to your toddler the very best you can. This tip also applies for when you are going through the sleep training process. If you are working around preschool, carpools, anything like that, it's okay to adjust your baby's naps. It's okay to be flexible with the time that they eat, the time that they wake up, the time that they go to sleep, all of those things. It's okay to adjust that and work it around your toddler's schedule. So again, be flexible. It's going to be okay. Yes, your baby can still learn to sleep at night. If you are flexible with their schedule during the day. So I know that's kind of like a wide variety of areas to be flexible, but that is a huge component of adjusting to having more than one kid. You have to be flexible in order to stay sane because things are not going to go perfectly according to plan all the time. In fact, most of the time, they're probably not going to go according to plan. But if you are flexible, it's okay. It's not going to derail your day, your mood, your mental health or anything like that. Just be flexible and go with the flow, which is so hard for me to say and do as a type A person, but I promise it'll make a difference. Okay, and tip number three is to fill your toddler's cup whenever you can. So if your baby is napping on you, if you are doing contact naps, then have a stack of books and say, hey, let's read some books together. Play a game with your toddler, do anything you can to continue to build that relationship and let them know that you value them and your time with them. It doesn't have to be anything big. Seriously, five minutes of one-on-one time with a toddler, giving them your undivided attention for five minutes makes such a difference. It fills their cup right up. It truly, truly does. Now, if you do have the luxury of having one-on-one time with your toddler away from the baby, that will also make a big difference. So say you have a partner or somebody who can stay home with your baby, take your toddler to go get some ice cream. Take them to the store and let them pick out a little prize. Do something one-on-one, if you can, as often as you can to make them feel special. But if you don't have that, if it is just you and your baby and your toddler at home, it's okay. Choose five to ten minute increments throughout the day to read them a story, color a picture with them, play a game with them, anything like that. It will make a huge difference if you take any opportunity you can to fill their cup. Now, with all of this being said, with all of these tips I've shared, if you are in a place where you are struggling with postpartum depression, if you feel like you can barely keep your head above water, if you feel like no matter what, I cannot even wrap my head around reading a book to my toddler because I'm so tired, I am so depressed, I am so overwhelmed. If you're just feeling all of these things and this feels like too much for you, I want you to know that it's okay. I want you to know that it's okay to turn on the TV, let your toddler watch a show for as long as you need to just to get through this newborn phase. Like I said before, I was in deep postpartum depression for a while. And Daniel Tiger was my saving grace. (laughs) Okay, Daniel Tiger kept my toddler happy, kept her entertained, and kept her busy while I was just trying to survive. And you know what? That child now is almost 11 years old, she is thriving, she is smart, she is wonderful, and that did not ruin her life. Okay, Daniel Tiger, (laughs) watching Daniel Tiger from basically sunup to sundown for a few weeks did not ruin her life, and that was literally all I could do to get through the day. So if you are in that phase like I was, and if these tips that I shared today just feel like too much, it's okay. Do what feels good to you. Do what you need to do to get to a place where you are mentally able to handle taking care of a toddler and a baby. And if that means watching TV for a few weeks until you start sleeping more, until you start getting the hang of it, till your baby's in more of a predictable routine, your toddler has adjusted to having a newborn, and you finally feel like you have a grasp on things, it's okay to let it happen. It's okay to turn on the TV. It's okay to hire a babysitter. It's okay to ask for help. Do what you need to do to get through this face, if you are struggling, I've been there. I know what it's like. I know that it's hard. So don't feel guilty about it. Things will get better. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. And someday you're going to look back and be like, oh my gosh, I did that. I took care of a newborn and a toddler at the same time. And now everybody is thriving and we're doing great. And it can just be a distant memory of a time in your life when you were in survival mode and you made it through. So again, I'm going to recap these tips that are involve your toddler in every way you can be flexible and fill your toddler's cup whenever you can. But if those things feel like too much, then just survive until you can get there and pat yourself on the back. You're doing an amazing job. You will get through this and you're an amazing mom. Okay. I hope this was helpful for you today. If you could do me a huge favor, rate the podcast, leave a review share it on social media it means so much to me thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time if you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer head to the sleep fairy or follow me on instagram at the underscore sleep fairy. thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time